0: Hi, this is Ken Bone from Ken Bone's Boneyard, where we throw bones to pups, fantasy footballers, and all the hoo-hahs in between. Like that, baggers, it's time for another edition of Jum Prishpreed's Fantasy Follies, with yours truly, Jum Prispreed. Unreal. Thank you so much, Bart. That was Ken Bone. Uh, the cameo streak lives on. Ken Bone kicking us off from the Boneyard where we sell throw bones to pups, which is phenomenal writing there, Bart. I love it. Throw bones to pups. (laughs) Um, But hearing someone say, lick that bag out loud, will never not be funny to me. So thank you to Ken Bone. Uh, And for those of you who don't realize, Ken Bone was severely milkshake-ducked after his um, rapid rise to fame for being the shitty undecided voter with the red sweater at the debates in 2016. People found his Reddit profile very quickly, and let's just say it was weird. So he was immediately milkshake-ducked, completely forgotten about. Um, I think it was even by the time of people wearing Ken Bone sweaters for Halloween, he was already like, ooh, that's a weird costume. He's into some weird shit. Uh, So take a look at him that way. But thank you again to Bart, great stuff. And a big shout out, big thank you to everyone that participated in Lick Those Bets last week for Rivalry Week. Um, I think that was a ton of fun. I think it was super cool. Uh, Made it a lot more fun to actually be paying attention to other people's matchups, because I usually don't look at it too closely. Um, So it was cool to have that. And I I think we can all agree that there's really nothing more exhilarating than when there is a bet going on that is decided on the last play of the game after it being close and close and close. And it was so Barton Wavy's matchup was just so fun to watch, where it's just like sprinting down the line, backdoor garbage time, Chris Thompson, 25 yards, and then even the sack at the end for for no reason made it at two with a one point of the cover. So that was so legit. Um, So thank you to those that participated, to those that didn't. You're dead to me. I hate you. Uh, you couldn't even give it five dollars for the good of the league, and we will never forget. This week definitely got away from me, um, and I didn't really plan much of anything out. And there's just like stuff going on on Saturday, and just had people in town, and it just became impossible to actually record a podcast and plan out a podcast and get a guest on and all that kind of good stuff. So. We're gonna do something different this week. I basically just kind of recorded thoughts as they were happening throughout the day on Sunday, reactions to how shitty my week went. Um kind of had a kind of had a meltdown this today with how bad my team is. So there's a few few sound bites in there that are just me lamenting how shitty everything is with this team. But we'll go bit by bit through that way and I'm sure it won't be a very long podcast, but it's just a way to keep things going. Um next week we will have guests for sure, for sure. But you guys need to do your part and volunteer to be guests earlier than Friday because God knows I'm not going to remember to plan anything out until then. So if we can at least get something like that set up in advance um, and a reminder would be great because as I get worse and worse throughout the season, my commitment to quality here is probably just going to get worse and worse. So maybe we can get away from that and we can just do good stuff You guys are going to send me good mailbag questions. I didn't get any this week. Um, You're going to participate in wanting to be a part of the conversation. Um, And that will make this a better show. Well, anyway, without further ado, we're just going to go through Sunday reactions for my week four meltdown. Here we go. We're going to debut a new segment today. Um, It's it's a segment that's called Find a New Hobby, Jummy. Uh, in honor of yet another week where I'm projected to score 60 points which is just lovely it's uh 239 right now uh, Odell Beckham has done absolutely nothing Calvin Ridley has done absolutely nothing Eric Ebron has done absolutely nothing uh, Miles Sanders already did pretty much nothing Green Bay, the va- vaunted defense decided to just give up 34 points and not even touch the quarterback once so they lose me points and it's just another another situation where I decide, yes, I know Jeffrey's coming back, but he's probably not going to be healthy enough. He he goes off, he gets his, himself a touchdown. Last minute, Terry McLaurin out, so I say, let's uh what are we doing here? We're we doing Frank Gore, we're we doing Chris Thompson. Frank Gore's playing the best defense in the country, so probably don't want to do that. Let's throw in Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson has about three yards. Um Frank Gore has eighty-eight on nine carries because I had no idea he was right on the verge of 15,000, which obviously that meant he was going to go off. Um, yeah, that's that's how we do it here. That's the uh, the bastion of fantasy knowledges that I am. It gives us all these good moves where you end up with 60 points and somehow every player on your team is bad again. I, mean, I just did not feel like that was going to be the case this year. I think. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck fantasy. You see, the joke's on you guys, really, because I already knew today was going to be a bad day. I had the old poop leaks through the diaper, pees on the pad while changing said diaper, poops on the pad while trying to clean up the pee and the poop from the previous diaper, and then leaks through another diaper situation before all the games kicked off. So that was uh, how it was always going to go. Can anybody explain to me what the hell is going on with Todd Gurley? He's just completely underutilized. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Like he is the second highest. Now, second highest paid running back. And yeah, I get it. He was supposed to regress a little bit because he had some injury issues and like, yeah, they wanted to manage his workload. And this week he's doing okay because he, he was able to catch, or he was able to catch a few balls and he was able to put in one touchdown. But he's run the ball four times. He's the second highest paid running back in the league, and they've run it with him four times. And it's not just about how they were like chasing the game, because they were not running with him from the get go. Like, to get for the Buccaneers to get to 28 points, they had to have at least four drives, in which case, they barely ran the ball with Todd Gurley once per drive. He's a running back one why? Why does this happen? Oh, oh, game cast. Okay. Five, five carries and touchdown. Okay. So now he's got two touchdowns. That's, that's great. But my point is valid. The Rams are fucking up Todd Gurley and I won't stand for it. And they need to figure it the fuck out because he should be getting like 20 carries for 150 yards plus nine catches for a hundred yards plus two touchdowns because he's that good. And they just don't fucking Sean
1: McVay Leonard goddamn Fournette. See, this is why this is never about me not doing research or me not paying close enough attention. Everybody knew Leonard Fournette was streaky as shit. Everybody knew this guy could get massive point hauls one week, but most weeks he'll get basically nothing or he'll be injured. He's just a fucking streaky player. And... Here we are, week four, after the first three weeks, he'd not even gotten double digits. Gucci Lucci versus James, old Jummy, the traitor of Leonard Fournette, great, 220 yards rushing. 220! What the fuck is that? I I cannot fucking stand Leonard Fournette, and Bart... I don't care that you're beating me this week. It didn't matter. I was going to lose anyway because everybody on my team stinks. But what the fuck is up? Why, like, How did that happen this week? How does Leonard Fournette do that this week after everything showing that he is garbage? He just plays, oh, I don't know. It's Denver defense. They're stupid fucking good. They're supposed to be really good against the rush. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. The guy who can't even break a fucking 80 yards every other week. Goes for 220? And they just rush it with him like 40 times? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Why do we play fantasy football? I hate it. It's stupid. I hate it. And it's not about the research. Because there's plenty of research that said... Leonard Fournette's not that good. He's not worth getting. He's at best late second round, early third round, and he's not going to stay healthy. Well, he stayed healthy. He's just done nothing except for week four. Congrats, Gooch. You stupid shit. Playing Leonard Fournette. He's about to be be out for, like, six weeks straight, too. And then I'll play Bart again for, like, the playoffs or something. And it won't be like, I'll be in the running for it. But maybe Bart will be in the running for it. And Leonard Fournette will do it again. Because that's fucking Leonard Fournette. And that's fancy football. And that's why I hate it. I mean, when it rains, it pours. This this doesn't make any sense. How does even Matt Bryant miss a 32-yard field goal like, just give me the goddamn point. Like, get, let me have a few points. Give me some salvage points. Hit the gimme field goal. 32 yards is a joke. I, you guys saw my video. It's so easy to hit from that distance. I, I think I missed it in that one. But it doesn't matter. I, it's still easy to hit from that distance, especially if you're getting paid to do it. Paid. Paid to kick a football Usually, further distances than 32 yards, it can't even do that? Wasn't it in a fucking dome, too? Like, what? There is quite literally no excuse as a kicker for missing from 32 yards. Especially in a dome. It's so easy. It's so easy, and even when I pick up these guys that are just like, "Hey, that's an easy matchup. Maybe he'll hit his fucking extra points. Maybe he'll hit his field goals that are within 40 yards." This is again, I like, I am over this idea that it's because I don't do research. Because by the way, I've been doing some fucking research this season. I actually did some goddamn mock drafts, uh, which obviously that didn't turn out very well. But I was, I was reading articles. I've been reading stardom sit I've been doing week four rankings, week three rankings, week two rankings. I've been doing the whole goddamn thing. And you look at it and you're like, alright, yeah, that's a good matchup. That's a good time to play Matt Bryant. Just pick him up, throw him in, get yourself seven, eight points. Nope. Can't hit from 32 yards. Can't do it. It's too hard. Too hard to hit from 32 yards. So he doesn't do it. And I just... I don't break 80 again. Um... I, I might be averaging the same points per game average as last season at this point. I, uh, I'm very nervous about that actually, uh, because I believe it was 71. And I just, I think I only have 71 this week, and I scored less than 70 last week. And I think there was one one week maybe I scored 100 points. How am I? I guess you guys get another season of the fucking podcast because it it doesn't matter what I do. I am cursed. I'm going back. You know what? I think it is the toilet trophy that I bought. For last place that has been in my house and I have not given up, but because when it's in my house, that means I'm last place, and it never leaves my house, so I'm always last place. Fuck. Doesn't make. Matt Bryant, Matt Bryant.
0: So now that I look at it, I think the battle for last place this season is actually more interesting than the battle for playoffs we are about to have three one and three teams and the only reason it isn't four is because two one and two teams that are both terrible are playing each other so one of them has to win uh, in Bryguy and Gonzo but the other ones are myself and um Wavy and we've got Monroe chilling down there at oh and three about to be oh and four so there is a real a real fight for who is truly the worst team out there and there's a few two and one teams that are sneaky bad that I think will start falling, falling in with us so I wouldn't be surprised if, if by week seven or eight there's basically only five teams that really have a shot at the playoffs and the rest of us are just fighting at the bottom and that'll be fun um, and maybe this is just wishful thinking to account for the fact that my team is just so bad just so bad but at least it's not Monroe. At least I'm not 0-4. Granted, I'm only one away. And I think I kind of got lucky that one win. Oh, well, it was against Jesse, actually. So it was great. It's a great win. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a battle for who inherits the podcast. And my money's on Monroe, so it's going to be a really bad podcast. When that happens, because oh boy, if we just, if all we get is just a slew of queso shits and forgetting who Scary Terry is, it's gonna be a long season. So I made the mistake of looking at Jesse's team again, and all it does is make me angry. I don't, how does he do it every single season that there's always these pickups and Every player is a hit. Every time you think he's going to do something stupid, it doesn't end up being stupid. It ends up being great. The Literally the only time he got one wrong is like Dez Bryant when he picked up Dez and Dez never played. But he's got everybody on his team. Everybody. And he's still like doing these stupid things. He's picking up JGI. Like he's still got Gronk. And yet he, he literally, he is just wasting bench spots. And his team is still so much better than mine. And I don't understand it. Okay, so... His wide receivers combined for five points this week. Five. Five. And he is on track to almost double his opponent in Sean. He's going to beat me by, like, 45 points... And his wide receiver combined for five points because it's literally everything is always a hit. It's like Pat Mahomes, even when he has a bad game, he still throws for three hundred yards, so he still ends up with eighteen points. Christian McCaffrey, just nonstop, just a machine of yards and touchdowns. So he's just yet another game where he gets twenty plus. Nick Chubb, yeah, one hundred sixty-five yards and three touchdowns. That makes sense. Just throw in Nick Chubb for thirty-six points. Thank you again, Pat, for giving him that for a fourteen, was it 14, 13, or fourteenth round pick, because you just dumped him. And I know it was like, oh, I didn't know Carlos Hyde was going to be traded. But you knew that Carlos Hyde was shit. And you knew that Nick Chubb, was they were trying to give him more touches. So you were just too impatient. And you got burned. And now Jesse's happening again. Darren Waller. Everyone's like, oh, that guy's not going to be anything. He finally came down to earth. Only had 53 yards. LaShawn McCoy. Yep. LaShawn McCoy. Still making things happen over there. Picking up 15 points. Oh, he's gone on his bench. Tony Vulture over there, Jordan Howard, with another 30 points. And he's got Tyrell Williams, who he benched. And, like, everybody is a winner on his team. He benched Zach Ertz. He's He's got three tight ends. He has three tight ends. We make fun of Monroe all the time. Jesse has three tight ends. But Jesse still scores 115 points every week. It doesn't make any sense. How does he do it every single season? 115 points, and his wide receiver scored five. And next week, it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be his wide receivers are going to score 75 points, and his running backs are going to score nothing, and it's not going to matter because he has just unlimited depth, and he always makes the right start and sit him, except for when he leaves out Jordan Vultures. But it's every single season with this kid, and I don't get it. I'm sick of it. Jesse, just trade me somebody. Give me give me Chubb. Give me... Uh, yeah, give me Chubb because that way you don't want you probably don't want to get rid of all your stupid uh, keeper value, and you obviously don't get anything out of him. So I'll I will give you straight up Calvin Ridley for Nick Chubb, and then we'll have no keeper implications, and then I'll just be a little bit better, and we'll just do a little league parody. Welcome to the ad read cutting room floor. This is just a bunch of clips that I abandoned immediately after I started talking about it. I was just kind of like trying to figure it out along along the way because I didn't write anything and they're really bad so just hear them one after the other and maybe one of these will come up with a real ad read in the future but the brands are weird the products are weird there are no Gelson's Party Sardines but we'll see how they do all right ad time hey guys jump Prishpreed here to talk to you about murder soup hey gang John Prishbreed here to talk to you about cardboard. That's right, it's a car made out of cardboard. And the brand doesn't have any vowels. Hey guys, got a new sponsor here. I've uh, been talking with Jordan Miziak, and he's been saying we need to have some real ads as opposed to some fake ads. Like a real shot. Ha ha ha, kid. Gordon Miziak. This episode is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Just eat their donuts. Don't drive your car into it. Hey guys, John Prishbeet here. I am so excited to talk to you guys about this sample box I got from Home Goods. It's amazing. I cannot believe they sent this to me. It's for the it's for this podcast, so I, all my loyal listeners can get a chance at, at some of these goods. I'm gonna do an unboxing video here. We're gonna look at some of the things that they gave me. Um, looking down the list, I'm really excited to look at them. I've got. Um, Himalayan salt. I've got three different wicker baskets. Ooh, I've got um, this is a sign that says, Bless this mess. Awesome. Okay. Um, oh, it looks like I've got a throw pillow that has a picture of a bird on it. That's pretty neat. And 27 blankets. Perfect. Thanks, Home Goods. Hey gang, Jum Prishpreed here with a brand new product straight out of the factory for all kinds of last place fantasy players like myself that need new tactics for how to get better at fantasy. This is the This Fucking Guy doll. It's pretty cool. It's basically a little voodoo doll um, that anytime you have a player that you don't like, you just kind of press the doll and it just says, This Fucking Guy so you can just do that over and over again if you're like me and everybody on your team is uh this fucking guy. Just keep squeezing the doll. Squeeze it all, squeeze it all, squeeze it all, squeeze it all. And your 60 point game will turn into a 70 point game. And won't that be great? Because then you'll look just as bad, but you'll feel a little bit better, and you'll get to hear a doll just say, This fucking guy. This episode of Jum Prishpreed's Fantasy Follies is brought to you by the fucking nutcase that took big red at pat's yard sale that couch was disgusting it was covered in stains it had a million beers poured on it and somebody brought that home we just have to talk about it that's why they advertise for us hi guy all right that's the end of the episode hopefully you guys enjoyed the new format um i may loop in some additional random thoughts as they come out uh for other episodes if if people actually like it but give me some honest feedback on it because i'm trying to actually make something that we enjoy listening to and not just something that we dread sitting through um but again please do your part to help out on the content because this is getting exhausting to have to do it every week and have nothing to talk about and i'm just talking about fucking fantasy football players and it's boring to tell other people that this is what i have to do on a weekly basis when they say like Oh, you have, like, a fantasy football foundation? What is it? Oh, I had to do a podcast. Oh, that's really cool. What are you going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Weird inside jokes and make fun of players. And I can't tell you where it is because it's called Lick That Bag. And I don't think that's corporate appropriate because nobody's going to understand that it's a game we played in high school where we licked candy bags. <laughs> I already ran into that earlier this week where I was trying to show somebody what my lineup looks like, and I opened the sleeper app, and they were like, oh, so your league's name is Lick That Bag? And there was no point showing them anything after that, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's a high school thing, and it's not what it sounds like, but whatever, but anyway, help me out with the content, and that way you'll actually enjoy listening to it, if you do still enjoy listening to it, tell me what you like about it, if there's things that you suggest I should do differently, tell me that too, because this is about making something enjoyable all right see you guys next week